out there. I'm Lauren Maxwell, and this is the audio version of We're All Friends Here, a weekly column for people asking life's big questions. Today, I'm reading you the piece from June 25th, 2022, which is entitled, Dear Self, Rest If You Want To. It's all about the things I'm learning from living a very chaotic year. Let's get started. Lately, a refrain has been circling in my head so much that it feels like a broken record. Wow, the spring was chaotic. It was full of wonderful things, but it was wild. We did everything at once. I'm so tired. It's like I am trying to process everything we've done but can't because the world is still spinning around me. Whenever this happens and I start to feel that little buzz of overwhelm, the message is clear. Something within me is demanding to rest. Our year has gone something like this. After talking about living in New York for years, a dream we put off to seize career opportunities in other places and avoid a pandemic, we finally started looking for a place last November. We slowed things down in December to let Omicron pass, and in late January, began looking again. By the beginning of March, we had an apartment. The search itself was exhausting, as most things in New York City are. And at exactly the same time, John got an opportunity to step in last minute for the Greenville Symphony Orchestra. He gave an incredible performance, which was exhilarating. Meanwhile, the rest of our life kept on moving. We were transitioning to New York and running parallel to music, John's nonprofit job, and my own work. We also began helping with the decline of two close family members in Charlotte. We loved this couple dearly, and upon learning that the end was on the horizon, we were determined to be present for them and John's mother. At the same time, we began navigating health scares with Herbie for the very first time. They were serious and lasted for months, which added stress, though he's doing very well now. As the days passed, we only added more to our plates— John's conducting opportunities just kept coming, accelerating to a rate I always knew would happen eventually, but did not expect so soon after COVID. He lost everything related to music, after all, for a year in 2020. We were deeply grateful for every opportunity, which meant that, on top of everything else, he would spend entire weeks in Cincinnati, Kansas City, and Nashville. Meanwhile, we were commuting frequently to the South, both to support family and for John to complete two big music director interviews. Music director interviews are a special kind of beast. They take an entire week and always include a unique combination of social gatherings, school visits, local tours, board member events, donor parties, an official interview, several rehearsals, and a concert. You must talk to everyone, make excellent music, and look good doing it. Luckily, John and I are exactly the kind of people who think a whirlwind week with an orchestra is a very good time. 
John is uniquely gifted at navigating music director interviews, so watching him finally get to use his entire skill set is fulfilling in its own right. And when someone is clearly acting in alignment with their calling, as he is, it's fun and energizing to go along for the ride. As his wife, the two of us being very much a unit, professionally and otherwise, I attend whatever I can and delight in connecting with the orchestra's community. I am not exaggerating when I say we loved jumping through these professional hoops. We have been sowing these seeds for over a decade since the recession when a music career seemed highly unlikely, and they have finally sprouted little green shoots, which we are overjoyed to water and fertilize. God willing, we'll be tending this garden and watching it grow for the rest of our lives. Somehow, in the midst of everything else, I was accepted to divinity school. So the New York half of our lives is expanding in a very happy, hoped for but not counted on kind of way. We also managed to travel to Connecticut and look at housing, and we're excited. Even as we grow into these new roles, we will continue nurturing our home, roots, and musical foundation in the South. After all that excitement, needing a break is probably to be expected, but I'm learning that in this season of growth, no matter how much I believe in taking them, breaks can be hard to find. When summer started, John stayed on the road for music, and we visited family in Charlotte again. We are making major changes to our living arrangements in July, which means planning logistics like subletters and moving trucks. I am so privileged to have these opportunities and truly honored to feel the universe responding vividly to our desires, yet I'm also occasionally, and this month often, overwhelmed. The thing about expansion is that no matter how positive it is or how long you've been waiting for it or preparing your inner world, it asks a lot of you. All good things usually mixed with some hard ones because that's life, take time and thought and energy to manage. In all the years of hoping, dreaming, and planting seeds, it is impossible to know what it will really be like to make them your reality. And from the middle of those dreams coming true in their early stages, I can tell you that it's wonderful. It's everything I hoped and more. It's fulfilling and meaningful Yet, I still crave rest. Rest is not a revelation to me. For at least five years, I have questioned productivity culture, the commoditization of our lives, and the glorification of busy. I spent a year reprogramming my nervous system. I think nap ministry is adorable, but also vital, and write about rest being a critical part of nature's rhythms. It's fundamental to all of us, yet sometimes impossible to find. And I know I'm not the only person who's tired. On top of regular life, we are facing an ongoing pandemic, fiery heat waves, frequent mass shootings, war in Ukraine, and the chilling reversal of Roe v. Wade. Even if you have not spread your life across multiple places and goals, like I did this year, it's hard to be a human. In 2022, we are worn out, tired of worrying, tired of safety precautions, 
tired of wondering how to make change. Earlier this week, Courtney Martin called the, quote, I can't do it anymore feeling our primal whisper. One afternoon not too long ago, earlier this week, and also the week before, I told John I was overwhelmed. I need more rest than I'm getting, I said. I need to catch my breath. He listened patiently. He told me that everything is coming together. He reminded me that we worked so hard for this. He said I should probably spend the rest of the afternoon reading. He promised a few days in July that we will use to intentionally do nothing before moving our stuff to another new home. You want to do something with your life, he said. You're following a calling. It's going to take a lot out of you sometimes. But once you get through this phase, what's on the other side will be so rewarding. I know he's right, and I can't wait to watch it unfold. For everything, there is a season, and after we do some growing, apparently smashed together and lightning fast, we will find more time to rest. Right now, life is ringing. We have things and things and things to do. But first, for the next month or so at least, I have a different kind of priority. I want to bake a cake and jump in a pool and chase the sunset in a gauzy dress. I want long, lazy afternoons. I want to watch reruns of Friday Night Lights with a girlfriend just because I can. Whenever it's possible, whenever it works, I will choose rest. Thanks again for listening this week. It's always such a joy to meet you here. I hope you are hanging in there and staying cool. If you enjoy these weekly audio essays, please give us a five-star rating in your podcast app. Invite a friend to listen and subscribe and send them to laurenmaxwell.substack.com to sign up for weekly essays in your inbox every Saturday morning. I'll see you next time. Take care out there.